0: Welcome to Spark, our weekly inspirational podcast full of actionable ideas for strategically preparing your business and yourself for anything that may come your way. I'm your host, Stephanie Redcross West, and now let's jump into our next episode. Making decisions in a business is a big deal. For many of us, we find ourselves at crossroads. We find ourselves in situations where we have to make major decisions to move our business forward. And what can happen at times, it can feel scary. It can feel like it's beyond what we've done before. And it can also feel like it's something that maybe we're not prepared for. So therefore, we sit on the sidelines. Therefore, we start to focus on little decisions, little things that we have to do, instead of making sure that you are really stepping up to the challenge and looking at your business and its future, looking at where it goes. And this is why I want to talk today about how do you push back? the fear, the uncomfortableness, the challenges that you may face in your business when it's time for you to make these bigger decisions? And how do you make sure you prepare your mindset? And I call it this million-dollar mindset, and I'll talk about why I call it that in a few, but pushing towards this million-dollar mindset so that when you think about your business, you're not thinking small. You're not thinking about small growth. You're not thinking about what you already accomplished and done in your business in the past. Instead, I want you to start thinking with a mindset that has you reaching towards the stars, reaching towards something big, reaching towards something that might be scary and something that you don't necessarily initially see that's within your reach. And when you start to build that mindset What happens is your perspective grows and your ability to make these more difficult decisions becomes a little bit easier because this mindset shift that we're going to be talking about allows you to see yourself in another space, allows you to see yourself where you think you can go, and allows you to see yourself in that future state And by having that glimpse, that first moment of seeing that future, what I believe is you will be able to make those decisions more confidently. All right? So that's what today's episode is about. Let's dive in. First place I want to talk about is the crossroads. The reason I want to start here is because this is the reason why you probably have to make a major decision you're finding in your business, you're at a crossroads. You're at a place where you either have to change, you either have to grow, or you may have to do something totally different in your business to move forward. I bring this up because a lot of us are feeling this, whether it started when the pandemic started, or even in these days, many of us are still trying to figure out how to navigate the current environment how to really facilitate a lot of our products and our services when you may not have the same options available to you today that you had in the past. And for some of you out there, you might have been working on a couple of things, figuring out a couple of things, planning to do a couple of things. But if you find that you've been stuck in that planning mode, If you've been finding that you're saying, I'm going to do A, B, and C, I'm planning to do A, B, and C, but you haven't done it yet, and it's been two months, three months, maybe even six months since you had this initial idea, what you probably are is stuck at that crossroads. Something is keeping you from making not only the decision that needs to be made, but deciding to start. And today I want to talk about how to move past those crossroads. The other thing that happens for some of us is we sit on the sidelines. I know many of you are saying, ah, I can't wait until the world gets back to normal. I can't wait until we can do all the things that we used to be able to do. So you might have put your business on hold or scaled back your business with the idea that you should be waiting. And in today's session, I want to inspire you not to wait. I want you to not look for the perfect environment for your business to function in. I want you to realize that your business is always going to function in an environment that's going to be less than ideal. That's kind of the way the world works, unfortunately. And also, what is the true measure of success is your ability to navigate when the waters are choppy. So I really feel like this is the best time for you to get off that sideline. This is the best time for you to really face this crossroads and actually decide to jump in, try new things, test new offers, and actually see if you can overcome some of the challenges that your business is facing. Because we're all in this very unique mode right now. We all are kind of faced with and experiencing similar setbacks. So what's exciting about this time is businesses, organizations, everyone is kind of working together so that we can move forward, so we can all overcome. And when you're in that environment, I don't want you to miss out on the momentum that's happening right now. I don't want you to miss out on what's happening where people are really paying attention to small businesses. People are making sure that they're supporting small businesses, working with local individuals, working with coaches to overcome challenges or changes that they've wanted to make. And therefore, I want to make sure that you're not missing this opportunity because you see the problems that we're all facing right now. You see the challenges that we're all facing right now. And the challenges are pushing you back Instead, I want you to open up your mind to the possibilities of right now, as opposed to just seeing the challenges. Now, I don't want to make it sound like the challenges aren't real, because they are real. There are many difficulties that all of us face. Some of them are in our business, and some of them are in our personal lives. There's a serious challenge right now. However, if you only see the challenges ahead, they will put you on the sidelines. And what I need to do is ask you to expand your purview. I need you to not ignore those challenges, but start to think of your business, the world, and what's happening around you as a balanced option, meaning there's challenges, but there's opportunity. Mean there are things that are going to be roadblocks, but there's also going to be options and things that are put in front of you that could also help your business. And therefore, that one piece of this million dollar mindset that we're going to be talking about today is making sure that you open up your purview so that you can see not just the challenges, but the opportunities ahead, all right? The next piece is when you get to these crossroads, because inevitably you'll get to them, whether it's right now, whether it's two months from now, or whether you've been stuck there for a few months like we talked about earlier, the idea is that you need tools to be able to see your way through a crossroads, to be able to move forward. And the number one thing I want you to sit down and do is start to get comfortable in the space of your challenge. I love to sit down and put it on a whiteboard. I love to say, what is my current challenge? What is the biggest thing that's not working in my business right now? So I want you to do the same, whether you're listening to this live or listening to this as a replay. I want you to pull out a sheet of paper or if you're driving or something else, you know, get to it after you're listening to this, even if you're listening to this as a podcast. And I want you to say, what is my biggest challenge? Do I not have enough customers or clients? Am I struggling with fulfilling the expectations for my clients or my customers? Am I struggling with the tech? Is it really beyond maybe your current training, your comfort level, and therefore you feel like you're just not able to get a handle on all the things that you have to do? Is it that you need help with presentations, with talking, with training, with teaching? Is it the idea that you know how to do it, but communicating it to your customer or your client is something that's challenging? Or is it more of a practical thing? Are you really struggling with funds to invest in your business? I bring this up because for many of us, we get stuck at the crossroads and we bring all of our problems to the crossroads. We bring every issue that we have in our business to the crossroads. So when it's time to make a decision, instead of focusing on the big one, instead of focusing on the important ones or the impactful ones, we start to focus on all of our problems. And one thing I want you to do at this crossroads and also one of my biggest recommendations to move past these challenges and these hard places of making decisions is to really identify what's number one. Not what are the 23 things that drive you crazy, but I want you to figure out what's that one. And for some of you, you may be like, well, how can I figure that out? The first thing is writing them down. The second thing is quantifying them. So when you think about how much either difficulty that they're causing in your business, you can use a scale, high, medium, or low. Then you can come back and say, okay, if I fix this thing, what would be the impact of it? high, medium, or low. They you have to be objective. You can't give everything a high because then you'll be back at, yes, 23 items again. But sitting down and looking at this list, sitting down and putting some of those really rankings in place, I think what you'll be able to do is start to see which one of these items rise to the top and therefore you start to focus on it and actually work on making that decision. Now the question may be, okay, Stephanie, I know what my problem is now. What should I do with it? Now, the one thing I want you to kind of think about at this stage when we're talking about pushing past these fears and getting into this million dollar mindset is that we want to make sure what you wrote down is the biggest of that decision or problem that you have. Now, let me give you an example. What happens for many of us in our businesses is we start to have things that feel like thorns in our side meaning they're uncomfortable, we don't like them, but they're not necessarily something that keeps you from moving forward. Let me use an example like social media. Social media is very frustrating for many people. They struggle with all of the components of it, planning, the technical side of it, and then also, you know, let's face it, many of the social media platforms keep changing, and therefore when you think you've gotten it figured out, They make a change, offer a new feature, and then you feel like you've maybe started back at the starting line again. So therefore, that cycle and that process creates frustration and creates a place where you're like, I have to fix my social media. But what I find for most people, it's not social media that's the biggest decision you have to make. It's not really social media that's going to make the biggest impact. Right now, it's just the thing that's haunting you a little bit. And what I want you to do is I want you to look at that and say, if you wrote down something like social media or email marketing or something very tactical, I want you to start to look at it at a strategic level and say, what is social media keeping you from doing? What is it preventing you from doing? What is actually that bigger decision that you have to make that really moves your business forward? And in the example of social media, what I find for most people is the reason they're having trouble or why social media and they can articulate it or they articulate it as social media as the problem is because the real issue is that they're not reaching a large enough prospect database. They're not reaching enough people to potentially become customers. So therefore, your big decision is around prospecting. Your big decision is around how do you get that reach? Your big decision is how do you make sure your products and services are not only in front of the right customer, but are in front of them on a consistent basis, And if you spend the time making sure you're digging through that decision and making a decision on what that decision should be, then what I want you to do is I want you to make sure you framed it in a way that it actually makes impact in your business. Because the reality is social media may not be the solution. Social media may not be the only thing that you have to do. And maybe the decision you have to make is at a crazy higher level. And therefore, by you taking that extra minute, that extra time to understand what the decision is and what that bigger decision is, we might be coming up with a different solution. And what I mean by that is when you have trouble with prospecting, you have trouble with not getting your products in front of the right customer, sometimes your social media is working fine, The problem is your social media isn't targeting the right people. So therefore, it's not about how much you're posting and when you're posting and should I do video and should I do reels and should I be on Instagram or should I be on LinkedIn? What happens is you have a targeting problem. And therefore, when we start to really understand, is it targeting? Are people making it to your website? Are people even coming to your sales page? And you start to peel back those layers, then the solutions and your next steps can become much clearer. And what can also happen is you can not be clouded by a thorn in your side, all right? Now, that might be for some of you like, hmm, I kind of see what you mean, Stephanie. I kind of see what you mean is the problem, Stephanie. But you might still be saying, what do I do? How do I start acting on it, if I start to understand what is that bigger issue? What you have to do is look at your business when you identify what that issue is, and you have to start to make big moves that change it. And when we talk about making those big moves, what you have to do is start to say, what big move can I make in my business? Not what new marketing channel can I use that will help me reach those new prospects? Do I need to make sure that my marketing that I'm currently doing, the process that I already have in place, even if it's imperfect, even if it isn't ideal, even if it's not as consistent as I want it to be, is it in front of the right audience? If it's not in front of the right audience, now you have to make that big shift. And that shift may mean getting on a different platform, That shift may mean who you partner with or looking for partnership opportunities so you can get in front of your customer base. Or that shift might mean that the way you market, not just the channels, but the way you market needs to change. Therefore, it's not just about posting. It's not just about the emails you send out. It becomes how do you interact with your prospects and how do you turn them into customers? Therefore, do you have the tools in place to actually convert people? Do you have the tools in place to bring prospects in? Do you offer an experience that helps your prospects? And what I find is one of the best things that's worked for me, and especially for service-based businesses, is to start to amp up your ability for people to interact with you in a live setting which for most of us are things like webinars, live streaming, you know, activities where people can show up, interact with you, ask questions, learn about your expertise, learn about your products or services, and then from that experience, make a decision. You can do it at a group level by using webinars and live streams, or you can do it at an individual level by setting up a free 15-minute, 20-minute, 30-minute assessment call. And that's how you start to figure out how do you make those bigger decisions and how do you start to work on something that moves the needle, that you don't just get bogged down in the pain you feel from what's not working in your business, but instead you start to work on solutions that solve that problem. All right. Another common place that I find where people are struggling, where they need to make decisions, or where we need to make sure we have that million-dollar mindset is when it comes to your offerings. Now, for many people who are coaches out there, many people who are in service-based businesses, for many people who support individuals, often what they struggle with is coming up with an offering that really works for them and their community. And therefore, when you're struggling with decisions, one decision that we really have a hard time with is not just pricing, but what are we going to offer? How are we going to offer it? How do I really move forward in my business? And I bring this up because this is a very common one for many of us out there that are vegans because the pricing, you know, the money, we don't want to seem like we're all about the money because the reality is most of us do this for a purpose for a reason there's a cause and a passion that's way bigger than that financial piece of it and that is so important and i absolutely love it that our community is driven that way however we also have to make sure that for this passion to become a reality it has to be fueled by money It often has to be fueled by some level of investment, and your ability to bring in that money is crucial to you continuing to do the great work that you're doing. So, when we talk about those big decisions, one thing I want you to do after listening to this podcast is evaluate your business and make sure that you don't, or maybe you should, maybe it's a better way to say it, that you should be making changes to your offering to make sure that your business is making enough money so it can be sustainable, so it can actually provide and meet the expectations of your customer base, and so that your business can be something that becomes a permanent fixture in our community. It isn't a business that is here today, but unfortunately couldn't make it. And I think these times right now remind us of how important it is to build a business that is sustainable. So how do you get there? How do you diversify your offering to get to this point? And the number one thing I want you to think about is the levels of your offering. Now this could be a course that you're offering, this could be coaching that you're offering, this could be one-on-one services that you're offering, these could be packages that you offer, this could be product that you bundle with packages or programs. This could be anything. So I don't want you to think I'm leaving anybody out there. For almost everyone, you can have a tiered approach. And even for people who have product offerings, often they will have kind of an entry level, intermediate area level, an advanced level within their product line. So you can do this even if you're a product-based business. But the idea is, for many of us, we struggle with. How do we give to our community and support our community so we don't exclude people who can't maybe afford our services? And then how do we run this business too? So one thing I want you to think about is build an offering that allows you to do that. Instead of letting that hold you back, or instead of getting to that crossroads of what do I do for my community? I don't want to be too much about money. I don't want to be too much about this or that. And therefore you sit on that fence like we talked about earlier. I want you to build a strategy in your business that offers a high-end offering. That high-end offering may be something only you know, five people take, maybe only 10 people take. And therefore it is high-end, but it's for the people that have the money for it, want to pay for it because they want a bigger result. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having a high-end offering. I think a lot of times people shy away from it, but it's so important for the sustainability of your business, and also it allows you to serve a specific segment of the market. The money that you bring in from that will allow you to do a lot of the community work that you wanna do. And when I'm talking high-end, this may be a $5,000 product, a $10,000 product, a $20,000 product. Now, for some of you, your jaw just dropped, and it's okay. You'll work your way there. I'm not saying that's where you're going to start, but the idea is that in your business and for your business to grow and for you to make some of these bigger million dollar mindset decisions, you will need a higher end offering often. That middle offering is really going to be the one that you sell all the time. So if you're a coach you're a trainer, you offer some type of program services, you know, whether you're a vegan accountant, whether you're a vegan writer, you know, any of these services, that middle offer may be a middle tier that most people who make a decent income can pay for. And therefore, that offering may be around something that's a $500 offering. It may be something that's around a $200 offering, as an example. The other thing I like to do is have an entry-level offering for people. This may be something that should be completely automated, so it's a service that doesn't cause you a lot of angst and a lot of time, but it allows people to jump into the fold, so it's that entry-level, and this may be something where someone pays $5 a month, $10 a month to be able to access your services, maybe your online content. And now what we've done is we've created these tiers that helps your business grow that helps prepare you for this million dollar mindset that we're talking about so your business can go forward and make your business strong. Does it mean you have to offer all three of these tiers tomorrow? Absolutely not. This takes time. This is the first time maybe for some of you, you've heard this. So give yourself some time to get there. But what I want you to do is examine your business, examine what you do, and make sure you have these three tiers In your business. And then the last piece of what I want you to be able to do is I want you to have a community offering. What happens for many of us as vegan business owners, as people who run our businesses, we struggle because we let our paid products compete with our community offer. And therefore, we either spend too much time in the community offer or we feel guilty because how can we have a business if we're not supporting our community? and I really believe you can do both. I really believe you can structure a business that allows you to do both. So what I want you to also do as a takeaway from today's session is to think about what is that community offer. Decide on that community offer. Decide what it will be. Maybe you have a free course that everyone can take. So therefore, you have other courses that are paid, other courses that go into high-end courses, maybe other courses that are gonna be cohort courses that get you to those higher price points. But you do offer a free course that's accessible to everyone. And that's a great way to give to your community without competing in your business for those paid offerings. Another way to do it is some people put together maybe a free ebook. Some people put together certain content on their website. So they are guides that people can download. Think about these tools you may want to create two or three guides that you put on your website that brings together maybe even content you've written on a previous blog, content that you've put together from previous resources, and puts together kind of a plan for someone to execute whatever you're teaching them. So even if you're selling a product or service, you may put together a guide on fashion, and you may talk about how to get certain looks, and therefore your product may be the items that they're going to purchase that could be a part of that look, but teaching people how to combine, how to shop, how to look for discounts, how to actually make sure that they're recycling or repurposing materials so they're not throwing things away, so that we're not kind of contributing to all these landfills. You can write a book, an ebook about that. And this can be something that's a great guide for your community that can help people even if they don't purchase your product or service. And that's what I want you to start to do. I want you to start to look at those offerings, diversify those offerings, because it's going to help you get to that million-dollar mindset. And the reason I gave you all that background information, all of what I'm thinking about when you hit those crossroads and those bigger decisions and thinking about your offer is because here's the key. For your business to be strong, for your business to grow, for you to eventually have people that you hire in your business, and I don't mean a big, crazy, huge business, I'm talking about hiring five people full-time, 10 people full-time, you're going to have to make a significant amount of money in your business. A certain amount of revenue has to flow through your business, and therefore, you should be shooting for a million dollar in revenue. You should be looking towards that in your business. Now, when I say that number for some people, that terrifies them. It sounds too big. It sounds huge. Because for many of us, we haven't seen a million before. You know, it's kind of like it's not within your purview that we talked about earlier. So what I need you to do is open your mind to it for a couple of different reasons. Let me give an example if you are going to have a team around you. You're going to expand your business so you can help more people. Say you have a coaching business, as an example. And you want to start bringing people on that can help you with onboarding new clients. So yes, you may do the bulk of the coaching, but you want to have somebody who sets up your clients, gets questionnaires created, maybe gets them set up on your portal, or maybe gets them started with some of the programs, some of the training that they need. That person, for them to work full time, you're probably going to compensate them, what, 80000 a year, 50000 a year, 100000 a year, just throwing out numbers. For some of you, Some of those numbers scared you, and for some of you, some of those numbers made sense. But think about it. Even if I went on the lowest end, and you were going to start, because you know we all have to start somewhere, with a $50,000 a year job, and you're going to bring on someone to help you with onboarding, you're going to have somebody who's going to help you maybe maintain your online courses, because you have a course library for individuals, You're going to need somebody that helps you with your marketing, whether it's your social media, your email marketing, and so forth. Maybe you're going to need a project manager. Maybe you need an editor. As we start to talk about those individuals, and you have five people at $50,000, you're already talking $250,000 a year that your business has to make to pay those people. And that's on the low end. Eventually, you want to pay your people $80,000, $100,000. So those numbers go up. So if you see yourself having the small, mighty team, I don't mean a big corporation. I don't mean a huge business. What happens is for you to have people working in your business and being dedicated and like we've talked about in a previous episode, for you to pay yourself and for you to be able to reinvest in the business to make big swings, to buy new software, to actually pay for new programs to train your team, You're going to need to look towards that million dollar mindset because you're going to need that runway so that you have enough revenue coming into your business to pay a team, to allow you to grow, to compensate yourself and to reinvest in your business. So yes, maybe a million dollars is not coming to you tomorrow, maybe not next month. Maybe it's in your future. Maybe this is a year out for you. Maybe this is two or three years out for you. But I want you to start thinking about this mindset because I want you to be prepared to make the decisions that allow you to build a small, mighty team, a small, mighty business. And I want you to realize what it takes to get there and to be able to pay your team and yourself the wages that they should get paid so that they can support themselves means you have to be looking towards that million dollars. This is not so you can buy a car. This is not so you can go on crazy vacations. This is not so you can splurge. This is so you can build a business that not only supports you, supports your family, supports your lifestyle, it supports the community because you're able to employ people. And what it also does is it allows your business to become a legacy so that it can stay. It can be sustainable. And therefore, when you start to open up your mindset, move past these fears, start to get comfortable with those crossroads, and ultimately feel comfortable about making bigger decisions, especially about your offering, what you can do is grow your business, go where you need to go, and build a business that lasts. So thank you for joining me today. I hope today's session gave you a little inspiration, maybe made you a little uncomfortable, because that was a little bit of the design, but also helped you see your business differently, helped you see your future differently, and helped you maybe open up that purview and start to look at your business in a different lens and start to see not only the challenges ahead, but the opportunities ahead and inspire you to get started. Get off the sidelines, stop waiting until everything's better and ideal, because there's great opportunity ahead of you. There's a million amazing people that you can help. And if you can open up yourself to this mindset, you'll be able to build a business that our community needs and a business that you ultimately can be proud of. All right, take care everyone. And I'll see you in our next session. Thanks for listening to Spark a podcast that aims to provide a roadmap for vegan professionals. Each session is designed to inspire, motivate, and provide ideas for living a more fulfilling vegan professional life. If you're feeling inspired but wondering, how do I take actionable steps to improve my business? I invite you to explore our two premium podcasts, Going Solo or Fix It. Now you can get training in a podcast format so, you can learn while you take the dog for a walk, do groceries, or work out. Visit vegamainstream.com to learn more or click on the links in the show notes.